before we night go to the nice part, let me just continue the how dramatic the story was okay, for the CTO. Yes, yes. So after spending a lot of money with him, again, then he started taking normal salary. Uh-huh. Uh, and for CTO back then, it's actually quite, oh wow, okay. He took our quotes and sold it to a big tech company in China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kid you not. True story, by the way. He took the quotes, he sold it to a big company in China. I think until now, if I, if I, when we go there, certain outlets they're using, it's still our, still our logo there, man. Oh my God. Yeah, I kid you not. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Mind Your Business SG. The conversation with Sean continues. So that's when uh, Lunchbox was born. Okay, so Lunchbox is actually the next story. Oh, so yeah. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so okay. It, before Lunchbox, so we started that it was this startup called Served by Alfred. Served by Alfred. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that Alfred makes sense because I, I Googled you. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and, and then. Uh, yeah, this served by Alfred came out. I'm like, what's that? Okay. Yeah. So now, now it's... Is it based on Batman? Is it a Batman? Oh, thing? thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So nice. at that point in time, still running a restaurant. I want to do a point of sales. Okay. okay. We thinking of a catchy name for it. It's like, huh. Okay, okay. Mm. We will be your butler. Okay. And right. you can be a superhero to run your restaurant. Uh, so we came out, hey, which is the most renowned butler? Alfred. Yes. Okay. Nice. Alfred was... And at that point of time, there was a startup in the US called Alfred. Okay. I think got acquired by Apple or something. Wow. So we can't use the word Alfred anymore. Uh-huh. So, hmm. Restaurant. Yeah, serve us. Ah, serve by Alfred. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Quite a mouthful, but it worked. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, were you combining the businesses or were you keeping them completely separate? Completely separate. Okay. Yeah. Who was running your POS? Uh, one man show. Again. One <laughs> okay. Man show. Welcome back. Yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you were doing development. You were doing sales. You would. Okay, I wish I was that talented. No, so then same thing. The same things happen again. Try to look for the partner. Okay. Try to look for a tech partner. Fumble, fumble, fumble. Then we found our CTO. Mm. And yeah, we never looked back. Ah, yeah. amazing. Yeah. So Served by Alfred uh, was a good run. About five years. Okay. Five years of it. And then we we catered very f- focused into F&B mm. and your new startup F&Bs. Ah. So our price point was actually comfortable. It's not, definitely not $15,000. Okay. And we gave you more tools than what the rudimentary system gave you. Okay. So you were, you were kind of disrupting the... US we're trying space to space at that point. At the point, where were you getting the ideas from? Overseas, actually. Okay. So, um, my CTO is from China. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when I went to visit him, I was like, "Whoa!" They were like three to five years ahead of us. Right? Wow. In terms of the ordering space and wow, restaurant, wow. yeah, I kid you not. Mm-hmm. Back then was like the whole WeChat, you know, self ordering. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh wow! Okay, if you can do that, why aren't we doing it in Asia? Yeah. yeah. So I was very inspired there. Take whatever it is, whatever it was. Mm. Sketch it out here, then we try pushing it here. Mm. Yeah. How tough was the conversations with uh, businesses? In terms of the, the local the business? Yeah. We were too forward at that point in time. Okay. So, every, I mean, market was, well, was good back yeah, then. Yeah, I think that's quite a scary thing about tech, right? Because you can be too advanced. Early, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, this is a good point because after this, we'll realize why is it too early. Okay. So, we talked to a lot of restaurants and said, hey, I'm doing well, I'm doing fine. It works for me. Why? If it's not broken, why, why fix, fix it, right? Yep. Mm. Yeah. So, for a good five years, everybody was living in that mentality. Right. We were here like, no, you know, you can, we call it the BYOD, bring mm. your own device. Okay. So everybody will take care of their own phone, right? Mm. Yeah, but nobody will take care of your tablet if you provide or like yeah. sheet. Yeah. yeah. So why not just leverage on that? Mm. Yeah. So a lot of businesses say, nah, it's okay, I want that personal touch, I want yeah. that manpower. Sure, go for it. Yeah. 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 Okay. So essentially, you were disrupting uh, the industry and people are not ready for it. No. And they, okay. they thought we were crazy. We thought we were crazy. Okay. Yeah. But uh, we soldiered on. What 
so you changed your focus to new businesses instead of like existing. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So that was the niche that we were fighting for. Right. So a lot of new startups that came in and especially back then it was very trendy to open a bar, open a restaurant, again, mm-hmm. young and vain. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people opened and through network to network and friends of friends they introduced. Mm. Right. And then we found a footing and we grew. Uh, how big was this team at that point? Just you and your CTO? Um, we started as two of us okay. and then it grew to about maybe a six-man team. Pretty okay. small, pretty lean. Okay. And there's a pure sales team at that point? No, I, I, one man BD man. Uh, right. Yeah. Okay. So you by then you had a lot of experience building businesses. Um, a lot of opportunities to build mm. and move on. Unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, five years of this uh served by Alfred. Yeah. Uh, I I love the name though. Yeah. yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like it straight away triggered me. Like oh, wait. <laughs> the Batman. That's a Batman. <laughs> <reference>. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. You know, you know uh, when he said the name at first, right? So I was thinking it's like a e-butler service. Mm, mm, similar. Right? Similar. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I don't know if there are such companies in Singapore actually where, you know, you just call a guy about with, I need something and then he just has that something ready for you. <laughs> at the point in time, it was, it was very popular though. Really? They call it Pao Tui. You know, okay. somebody run errands for you. Uh, yeah, right, at the right, point in time, right. it, was, it was pretty popular but I think it didn't take off in Singapore. Mm. Yeah, it's hard to scale. So yeah. it's, Right, and man, I was. I feel like mm. there's also a lack of trust. Like Singaporeans don't trust people. <laughs> <laughs> Not like, so really. Come on, dude. Like you broke a grab, and then your stranger just drives you around. Why would you trust it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but, but when we're talking it, about like errands, right? Like it might yeah. be your personal space, your house, and you know. Yeah. Okay. Like so, I I know that. Um, well, if you read this book, the Four Hour Work Week or something, so a lot of people outsource their. Uh, administrative duties to like uh, VAs, virtual assistants, mm, and they're mm, overseas mm, mm, mm. and they handle your flight tickets, they handle your banking, they handle a lot of things and I think there is a space for that I kind mean, of I, business. I, again, I think it's like yeah. uh, our parents' generation didn't really believe in that. Oh, mm. no, no. I mean, like, that's... Like, oh, no. Why would I pay for help when I can do it myself? Correct. Right? Correct. Even Correct. a dishwasher is a is like a big deal. Like, no, but I, I think this sector, there's actually a huge market and a huge requirement. It's just that it was too early. Okay. Mm. Back then, gig economy, like, oh, what? what? Do I trust someone else? But now, everybody else is yeah, running the whole because thing. Because if I can pay someone to take off this min- minimal and task. Y- yeah, you can focus on what's yeah. more yeah. Yeah. important okay. for you, right? Yeah. Like, if, even uh, my family, I think we, we started this, uh, we started, we wanted to get a helper who comes once a week okay. to, to our house. So we, we found an app that does it. Yeah. Uh, you can book a helper through an app. What's the app called? There's a name for it, right? Uh, free marketing for you, Helpling, I think. <laughs> okay. um, sponsor back, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We love to have you sponsor us. Yeah, I think I think like there's a few there's a few of these apps like even for like your aircon servicing, mm. like all right. your laundry, like mm. all those things that. You, you oh, I didn't know there was to, a laundry app. <laughs> yeah, so like it used to be based on referrals. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you know your aircon guy? Like my friend told yeah. me about him, right? Mm. Now they have like made into an app mm. so I just go in I book it right. timing and then they send a guy and yes, I, I can't remember the name though yeah unfortunately anybody want sponsor please tell us no <laughs> then we'll link you back yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah I mean uh, sorry uh, yeah. getting off track again can uh, we digress yes. yeah. so five years into that mm. um, learned a lot because again creating a product was not as easy as I thought it was mm. we spent a lot of time in R&D and whatever I learned in the past and whatever I went through I thought that was bad it was like 10 times worse in the product though. Okay. Yeah, because the product is very real. 
whether it works or not, people immediately will look and see and know. Mm. So they give you very instant feedback. I mean, service line, you know, like still people like, eh, okay, you yeah, know, we yeah. can brush it off. And you can like salvage things, right? When yeah. service goes bad, like there are things that you can do to salvage. Exactly. It, right? But okay. not for a product though. So when we installed, and I remember when we hit our like 50th client, mm. people are telling us that, dude, this doesn't work. You know, you have no idea what you're doing. Of course, I will never say that, but in reality, we had no idea what we're doing. Mm. So we're trying to figure out along the way. And we made so many mistakes. I think many, many times we actually almost folded. Okay. Yeah. And by this point, the restaurant business is already... Totally uh, exitary. Okay. Yeah. And 100% of this. Yeah. And you're like, you can't see where this is going. Yeah, it was bleak. Wow. Yeah, it, it was dark What days, was man. the user feedback that's coming back and saying that, oh, this is not working? We, they were telling us that, hey, it's buggy. You know, it okay. doesn't work well. Mm. One plus one became three, mm. you know. So those were the real things that we were facing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And again, because I was not a tech background, so my CTO, so I had to depend on him. Was he in Singapore? Like, was he... Shuttling to and fro. Ah. Shanghai, so that was Singapore, also Shanghai, Singapore. You, right? because... Yeah. And we didn't really have Zoom calls and all that stuff. No. Right? No. Bang, bang. How'd you meet him though? Wow. I met him through an event. Oh, this is another dramatic story. <laughs> I met him through an event. I uh, was looking for a full-time CTO. Okay. Um, we were outsourcing our tech back then. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then of course the outsourcing house screwed us over. So that's why we were looking desperately. We found him like, hey guys, you know, join us. Let's try. Mm. So he came on board. Again, we put in a lot of money there. And then for a good year, it was just pure coding. Mm. So everything is just so, burning, burning, burning. So did he, he buy into the business idea or were you paying him a salary? We were paying him a salary and he had, we had to give him equity. Ah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But okay. he was taking bare bone salary okay. for, for a while. I think so he did three believe months. in the idea? La, right? He did, he did. Okay. Was it very tough to find a Singapore investor? Oh, at that point in time, we, we never thought about such things though. Okay. Because I think we wanted to get something off the ground first. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. right. Okay. So it, it was like pretty much your own money. Yeah. yeah. So everything that I had from the events yeah, days, yeah. the restaurant days, yeah. all dumped in here, man. So, mm. yeah. So it's like, you know, you have one pot and then it grows and then you go to the next business as a, yeah. the pot grows and then, yeah. yeah. Nice. Reinvesting in your own. So, yeah. and you're, so in the end of five years, you had, you had about 50, 60 clients? About 100-ish. Wow. Yeah. Before we go to the nice part, let me just continue the how dramatic that story was okay. for the CTO. Yes, please. So after spending a lot of money with him, again, then he started taking normal salary. Uh-huh. Uh, and for mm. CTO back then, it's actually quite, oh wow. Okay. okay. He took our quotes and sold it to a big tech company in China. What a dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kid you not. True story, by the way. He took the quotes, he sold it to a big company in China. I think until now, if I, if I, when we go there, certain outlets they're using, it's still our, still our logo there, man. Oh my God. Yeah, I kid you not. It's a how big step into the heart. I found out because his number two caught me up. So like, hey, he did this. Do you know that? I have no idea. Wow. Yeah. So okay, what do you mean by quotes? Like your 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 the program, right? Yeah, the program, like the entire source quotes so and everything. So he sold it off, but he did not give the nothing. company nothing. No, nothing. Absolutely nothing. nothing. He was the one who developed it technically, right? Technically, but everything yeah. we funded. Yeah. Yeah, it was just not not nice, man. Wow. Not nice. Wow. What do you do after that? How do you feel? Betrayed. Yeah. Betrayed, broken, lost, because now I have no product, no CTO. He So he left and did it? Yeah, he left and he took the codes away. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. So for a good four months, I had no idea what to do. I just literally, yeah, I, was, I remember sitting there blankly in the wall like, what's next? Do we still continue? Do we still try? Do we find a new... Mm-hmm. developer do we outsource it what's going to happen in the next four months and yeah I had no idea what's going to happen man but wow. but but you would have a copy of the code and all that stuff I mean you would still be able to 
continue the business in Singapore? Yeah, but our product was still too young at that point in time. Mm. So there was still a lot more refinements. And even give me a bunch of codes, I would not be able to yeah. do anything about yeah. it. Mm. My God. Wow. Ouch. Yeah. Okay. So I remember those were really, really dark times. Yeah. So, so do you manage to talk to him after? No, he just totally like stonewalled me, man. Oh my God. And he was yeah. not in Singapore, right? He was... He was in Shanghai. Right. Yeah. So you can't fly to Shanghai, like... Find and the yeah. guy. Yeah. And back then, if you you, you, you can try suing somebody overseas, it's, yeah, no, chances happen, are right? slim, though. Chances yeah. are slim. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not saying we're not going to. <laughs> if you hear me, <laughs> we're watching you. <laughs> but, I mean, the reality was that it was a very, very dark time. And strangely, after that, his number two called me up. He's like, hey, you know, hey, he did this. It's not right. I'm going to leave him. Do you want to do this again? Without any any like second thought, dude, let's do it. And was he in Shanghai as well? He was also in Shanghai. Uh, so you you technically had a, a team in Shanghai at that point. At that point, yes. Uh, just two of them working on the I think coding. About five of them, though. No. Oh, it was really expensive, though. So wait, five of them there. Yeah, and then just you alone here. Yeah. My wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The recurring team is blind faith. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And so this guy said he's he's willing to do it yeah so again I just squeezed out whatever I have left and we go and then we tried and then again another six months and one year of development so mm. imagine I was bleeding for two years mm. was this still called uh... self by friend yeah yeah okay yeah. Okay. so we filled in the gaps we did so for that two years it was a very very trying time though mm-hmm. what happened to your clients at that point they were maintaining on the earlier versions so a lot mm-hmm. of them dropped out of course because it was not improving uh-huh. they still had issues then we had very kind, very kind ones who stayed with us. Okay. And until today, they're still with us though. So nice. big shout out. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So you did lose quite a chunk of your... Yeah. Yeah. I think we were only down to like five when our second product or actual product was almost ready. Wow. Yeah. So we lost a lot of clients. Okay. Yeah. So he came on board, you all redeveloped. That yeah. two years, you were just bleeding money. Oh, yeah. You were not acquiring new clients at the point? We couldn't. Why? Because, was... because our system was not good enough. Uh, yeah, so it was that two years was like stasis, you know. Right. Yeah. While, while your team with the new guy was developing this, what were you doing? Um, restructuring your business, still mm-hmm. talking out to clients, you know, still trying to hustle because they don't close the sales like, that quickly. Mm. So I was still saying, oh yeah, we have this product, you know, hey. Mm. You know. But I'll let you know when it's ready. So okay. I just lined everybody up, just making sure everybody's warm. Okay. Of course, again, timing counts, right? Because if you open a restaurant, you, mm. we're not ready, they can't use us. Yeah. So I had a lot of times which wasted. Mm. Right. And I spent so much time and say, hey, Sean, I'm ready. Uh, but yeah. we're not. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Yeah, so unfortunate. But so, you were making full use over time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we were reselling another partner product in the meantime. Right. So at least they got something to use. Those who were kind enough to transition mm. with us. And at least there was some cash flow coming in from that as well. Minimal, but... Minimal. Where okay. did you get this partner? Uh, we OEM the software from somewhere else. Actually, uh. not OEM. We resold for a partner company. Ah, uh, yeah. okay. So you were taking like a fee yeah, as when, a salesman technically. Yeah, so it's literally that little thin right. margin. Mm. Yeah. But at least there was something that they could use. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Okay. So this guy came on board. Now the team is just two of y'all again. Back to that. Right. Then we had to restart the team. So I think we hired about another two or three. So there was like... Four of them. Again, back to about... F- and they were all in Shanghai. Yeah, all in Shanghai again. Okay. Yeah. And you, you technically you as CEO were paying them without earning anything. No. Right. Yeah. Why why Shanghai? Um again again because of the first CTO who went back there and yeah. then he number two he was also living there. Yeah. So all by circumstance though. Yeah. Uh, we get that question a lot. Why why dev team over there? Yeah. But by fate. Yeah. We didn't choose or we didn't like 
no like no no signs behind it. It just happened. So in these two years, how often were you traveling up and down, and you were traveling to Shanghai? We couldn't afford it, so we were always doing con calls. We check calls, uh, right? Yeah, and Zoom wasn't around then. Yeah. It was right? Skype. Skype, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Communication was mostly in Mandarin. Yeah, mostly Mandarin. So I remember during that period of time, my Mandarin suddenly like, whoa, polished up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Finally, you were like, oh man, I should have studied harder in right? class. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay in school. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Ah, yeah. Did you try to look for a dev team in Singapore? Or? I tried. Um, mm. Cost being one, yeah. very prohibitive, but for sure. Um, also finding the right chemistry, the right talent mm-hmm. was difficult. How how big is like the cost difference we are talking about? Like oh, at least three times back then. Wow, at least so Singapore is three times more expensive back then in China. Wow, yeah, and so the Chinese mentality is amazing. I mean, when they work, they really work. Yeah, and there's no such thing as like after hours or weekends. No, yeah. no, no. They will strive and they'll fight with there's you. There's no OT and all that for them, right? Yeah. We get the shit done. Yeah. Okay. You know, recently I read this article nine nine five or something. Nine nine six. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So what's that about? Nine to nine, six days a week. Nine to nine, six days a week. Yeah. Right. Uh, like uh, big tech companies like Alibaba and all yeah. that. Right? And yeah. But they are getting like a lot of like uh, backlash for that whole thing, right? Um. I mean, if people want to work hard, let them work hard. I mean, yeah. <laughs> come on, guys. <laughs> Chill. Yeah, I, I think there's another like big thing, right? Where like if I want to work the hours, I will work the hours. Like, but people are making noise for me, you know. Like, no, how can you let people mm. work? Like, hey, more. Relax, man. Mm. Like, yeah, I mean, do it. I mean, chill, yo. Yeah. But I think like this whole idea of like selling the, like the new concept of like four, four working days a week, mm. uh, eight to five, and I'm fixed, I need a certain number of leaves and all these things, right? Um, it's quite funny to see like Asian society falling into it, right? Um, I think that might be the trend in the future though. Yeah, it is. Yeah? It is. I think, I think there is an Asian country that's doing four days work week. Four week, yeah, four yeah. day work weeks. Yeah. Is it one of our neighbors actually? Is it? Yeah. No, but okay. So I think we only can think about doing this now is because we put in the nine, nine you know, that nine nine yeah. six hours before. Yeah. Our parents have worked that yeah. certain lifestyle. Yeah. In order to make sure it gets easier and easier along yeah. the way, so we should not take that for granted. And even one fine day, if it really moves to a four day week, mm. don't take that for granted. Yeah. 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 I, I I've always heard this uh, uh this like a phrase right, which is mm. uh bad times create good men. Right? Mm. And then good men create bad times. Bad times. Yeah. And, then, yeah. Yeah. and the cycle repeats it's a itself. Cycle, right? And yeah. so yeah. our parents' hard works has made it easier for us. We eventually we are gonna, We're gonna mess screw it up. up. We're gonna mess <laughs> it up badly. <laughs> Next generation is gonna come out really strong. Yeah, ho- hopefully, right? Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that two years bleak dark. Oh wow. Yeah. Painful, painful, painful. What was getting you through again? I, I sorry I keep like going back to it. No, but yeah. the 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 fact is that I couldn't give up. Not because I didn't want to, I could not give up. Why? Because at that point in time, I invested all that time, all that money, and I knew that it was not the end of the road yet. Mm. There must be a way to solve this. Okay, this is another true story again. I remember in my bank, we had 68 cents. Wow. Yeah, I had 68 cents. After almost 18 years of... Oh, wow. I was like, oh, that's my life achievement. 68 cents. Cool. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh dude, I'm sweating now. <laughs> yeah. Well. I walked home from the office... Almost for a month. Oh my god! Yeah, I kidding not. I didn't have money to top up my EasyLink card. Would you say that was thousand out of thousand pain wise, and I was numb by then. <laughs> <laughs> like pain, oh, bring it on, man! Wow. Yeah, yeah, I was. It was bleak, and I remember intentionally doing that to walk back, or even like, you know back then like the O four cycle. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was, it would cycle back. Right. Back then it was free, see. So right, right. Yeah, so, and I will always take the same route. Okay. And every day I'll tell myself. If you don't figure it out, this is going to be a very, very long 
time doing this. Yeah, yeah. So I just keep my were torturing yourself just to make sure that you get out of it faster. I was reminding myself that this is reality. Yeah, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs I know when they hit bad points, mm-hmm. no, it's fine. You know, the company is okay. You know, they they sweep it under carpet. They don't yep. see it as it is. Mm. But if there's something I can share, you must be very real of the situation, and never drink your own Kool Aid. Yeah. Mm. You were the hardest person on yourself at that point. And only at that point, huh, I realized that only at that day, I was the most truth, truthful to myself. Mm. That, hey, you are not young anymore. Yeah. You are not as energetic as before. You cannot afford to keep trying and just figuring out. But now we are we are quite near already, right? This is in maybe 2016? Closing, closing, closer to that, closing to that already. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How about the people around you? What 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 was going on? They didn't know relationship. They okay. didn't know. Um, parents aside, only was the parents would know. But everybody else still thinks that you know, oh, Sean is great. You know, mm-hmm. he did this, mm-hmm. he exited that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, man. Okay. No. Was it on purpose that you didn't want people to know about this, or? Um, it's not something that you shout about, okay. and it's not mm-hmm. something that people will ask you. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I would just keep a. Qu- I mean, I usually generally like to keep keep it low, keep it down low. And yeah. How what, what was the conversation with parents like at that point? Are you still sure what you're doing? Yeah. I still remember that question. Yeah. And at the point that I still said, no idea. But <laughs> okay. I will figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's dark times. It's very bleak. And I think it took us quite a bit of time. It took us at least about a year to get our footing right from there. Okay. So this is in year three already. And I'm like, still like, damn, you know. Yeah. yeah. But, but then like the business started like growing some money. Yeah, then slowly, slowly picked up, but it still took a long time. But it was based on a lot of trust that your CTO will deliver this product, right? Blind faith. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And so when the product was ready... And then we pushed, we pushed, we pushed. Did you hire a sales team or again, just... Uh, we did hire a sales team, but okay. we never had the luck to keep them mm. because our product was never ready. Mm. Okay. So, I mean, sales team being sales team, I mean... No fault on theirs because they want commission, so they yeah. have to get something out the out Correct. through the door, and we couldn't help them that way. So okay. we hired, we wasted money, they moved on, they got angry with us like, "Hey, you're wasting my time." Mm-hmm. Which, to be honest, again, I apologize for those that we, you know, didn't yeah. give a, the best experience. But we were all trying to help each other out then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So when was the product ready? Oh, like after five years, four years ish. Wow. Yeah, kid you not. How did you survive? That fires was it really through uh, reselling? Reselling was one. Yeah, uh, living very thinly, very lightly was another. Right. Yeah, everything that came in was to you know make sure you pay out the staff and everything. Mm. And yeah, it was terrible journey. Imagine like you said, you know, fifteen, eighteen years as yeah. an entrepreneur, and you realize that oh damn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And so now we uh that three four years has passed. Yeah. You have a product ready to go out. Um, seemingly better than before, okay. but still work in progress. Okay. And for tech, it's always about work in progress. So when do when was the the change to lunchbox? So, okay. So then now comes the bit more light of it. Then when we finally got almost ready, we hit about hundred clients. Oh. Okay. And then and that was the point that I said, hey, you know, maybe we can go to market and maybe he can ask for funds. Because, mm. I mean, I really couldn't breathe anymore. Yeah. Instant noodles was like. like there's <laughs> only so much of you. <laughs> yeah. There's only yeah. so much MSG you can take, right? Right. And we were very lucky. Uh, we went out, we talked to a few people and, oh, Sean, we like your product. Mm. Just nice. We are looking to revamp our current system. Mm. Okay. So this company called Guscopy. Okay. Uh, they're the largest listed point of sales company in Asia. Okay. So they handle clients like KFC, mm. Pizza right. Hut, Jollibee. What, what's the name again? Guscopy. What, what, what language is that? Um, <laughs> is customer it? Capital. 
half half kus kapi. Ah, yeah. Okay. Back then, very trendy for tech, you know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. Right. Yeah, but they were a rich history company. They've been around for like mm. 20, 30 years. Yeah, they, they are Asian. Asian, Malaysian. Ah, Malaysian company. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very respectful. I've learned so much from them. Mm. So they liked us. They took a shine for us, and they acquired us. Ah. Yeah. So okay. I I still remember when I took the call. I was in Mustafa again because shoestring, right? Yeah. yeah. They called me. I panicked. I'm like shit, is this going to be the call? Okay. You know those salespeople, they have like the plastic chairs on the mm. floor yeah. mm. that they step on and all. Yeah. yeah. My legs were shaking when I received the call. Yeah. I sat down. Hello. And they told us that, hey, we're going to acquire you. Wow. I'm like, oh shit. Okay. Nice. Things suddenly got real. Right. Okay. Let's do that. What do I need to do? How are you going to do the process? Then we started the whole process. And mm. then, only then, they realized that, hey, finally something paid off. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Who who got in touch with uh, this Kuskapi? Uh, no, we just like through networks, through networks. Yeah. Ah, okay. Mm. But a- yeah. acquisition was never your plan, right? Was it your plan? Um, At that point, it was just firefighting. I never <laughs> hoped for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So if I can really be honest, I, mean, I don't want to sell a fancy story saying that, hey, you know, I knew this was my plan. This was my vision back yep. then. Yep. Mm. Back then, it was more of, let me figure out what we can do do it right mm. and hopefully something good positive comes out of it. Nice. So if you ask me what's the recurring theme, it's actually really blind faith. Yeah, I get it not. And, and, and a lot of tenacity, man. Like, you Thank can't you. take that away from yourself. <laughs> this tenacity, uh, yeah, yeah, it's there's amazing. This book, right, The Miracle Equation, Unwavering Faith Plus Extraordinary Effort. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. So you're very kind of quite tenacious. <laughs> I quite silly, man. <laughs> Just <laughs> reckless. Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't think any great idea came out from being cautious, right? Like, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. great. Uh, like, so, like how you say, like, no, you don't remember a night having just milk or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No great idea comes over a bowl of salad. Oh, that's very true. <laughs> that is very true. Yeah, that's great. Uh, so this was when 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 are we looking at? Right? Nineteen, eighteen, nineteen, eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, two thousand eighteen, two thousand nineteen. Okay, so, so that was my in my oh damn my seventeen mm. or eighteenth year in my career. Hi guys, thanks for listening in. If you're curious about what's coming up next week, here's a snippet. So you realize that 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 is your default norm already. Mm. Hustling, <laughs> in pain. Bleak is your default norm. <laughs> and you realize why is, why is the world so nice? Why is the sun so shiny? Something is not right. <laughs> Ouch. There's a name for it, right? People who love pain. So all entrepreneurs has a penchant for pain, man. <laughs> well, you wake up one day and you're like, oh, man, I, 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 today's I'm, pain I'm, is only two out of a thousand. Like, Something is not right. <laughs> Hi, this is Sean, and you're listening to Mind Your Business SG. Thank you for joining us this time. If you haven't already, subscribe to us on Spotify to get a new insightful episode every week. The Mind Your Business SG podcast is hosted by Ashwin Prakash and Tamit Nasir. Thank you to Naim Lutfi for our intro music. And if you've enjoyed our show, consider rating us. It will help us grow the show and make the future episodes that much better. Have a question for Ash or me? Head over to our Instagram page at mindyourbusinesssg and ask away. We read every submission and we might just answer yours in a future episode. If you'd like to support us personally, you can reach out to Ash for your finance needs and myself for any creative business solutions. We'll see you soon.